Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your News Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning. Bob Sokoto, the Louisville Real Estate Show with you until the top of the hour with us here in the studio. My friends and uh, also colleagues, Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service. You can reach Home Team. They come in as a team. They're the number one Home Team Inspection Service now six years in a row in the country. 844-411-TEAM. Brad, welcome. Good morning. Also here, one of the best closing attorneys in this city, if not this country. Ladies and gentlemen, Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices. You can reach Chuck at 499-6360. Good to have you here, sir. Good to see you. And uh, Son Greg is uh, actually off today, and you can reach me anytime because we are continually looking for homes to list and sell. I'll tell you a little bit more about that in a few minutes, but you can reach me on my cell phone anytime after the show, 376-5483. That's 502-376-5483. Some news, folks, uh, just uh, as we start the show, uh, June home sales soared as the number of homes for sale grew. That was for the first time in 15 months. A nationwide housing shortage, you've heard of it, topic of conversation, concern from consumers, home builders, policymakers, and real estate companies in recent years. An increase in the number of homes for sale in June of 2021 was welcoming news. That's according to REMAX National Housing Report for June of 21. That just came out. Also, Fewer offers are facing competition in June. Bidding wars are still more common than a year ago, but economists are starting to notice the competition lessens somewhat as the housing inventory gradually enters the market, as we're telling you, and buyers may face some relief from the intense bidding wars that have sent home prices surging in recent months. And we should point out to all of you that if you climbed on the fence thinking, ah, I don't want to get in the bidding wars, well, now may be the time to climb back off the fence because things are going well. Business First says Louisville ranks for the first time the one of the top 25 areas in the country for first-time home buyers. That's great news. And that's because the cost of homes is so low here to start with, right? That was great news. Good to see that. Finally getting some publicity for Louisville. There you go. Good news, too. And then finally, rental prices uh, broke records. In 44 cities in last month, a shortage of home sales, of course, of forcing prospective buyers to rent. That's driving prices up in the rental market. And the median rental price in June jumped 8.1% compared to a year ago. That's a big jump in the home prices. We got a lot of um, questions that have come in. We're doing our COVID shows continually. Uh, and I'm kind of worried, of course, about uh, this Delta variant, but uh, we keep moving forward. So the uh, basically, normally we'd have you on the air, but we can't with our limited technology. And uh, even in the 21st century, there are some limits. We use Zoom. We push the Zoom uh, meeting or this meeting up to YouTube. You can see a replay at louisvilleanswers.com. That's louisvilleanswers.com. Send an email to me if you have a question, and we'll put it on the air. And again, the questions are pretty simple. Uh, Bob at louisville.com, subject line radio question, insert in there uh, questions, and we'll get to a couple of yours that just came in a day or so in just a moment. First, Chuck, Pat is a real estate agent here in Louisville. He says he's uh, licensed in uh, Kentucky. He's asking if he lists his home on a Monday and puts it on the MLS and no offers in the, in the description, no offers will be accepted until Friday. And an offer comes in, which is 
possibly happening around the world here doing this with this inventory. Offer comes in before Friday. Can he refuse or can he legally accept that offer? Well, he doesn't have to accept it. I mean, that's. But if he yeah. wants to, since he stated in the M multiple list. I see service, where you're going with that. I yeah. thought we were like, can he just not pay attention to it? Well, of course yeah. he cannot pay attention to it. Uh, but if he wants to take it. Yeah. Well, that. I think this is a difference uh, or a, a difference without a distinction. Um, okay. Just don't accept it till Friday. Tell okay. the guy to send it back to him. Uh, you know, but it's not going to go there, away. It might be but that if he the offer expires early. Yes. If he, if yeah. If he accepts that early. That's when you might run into a problem. Yeah. So, so let me ask you a question. So what if he accepted it but didn't <laughs> mark it uh, pending or active under contract until Friday? So in other words, um, if the terms were yeah. really good and the deadline to expire was earlier than Friday and he accepts mm -hmm. it and just doesn't go public with it, good or bad? Bad. Uh, any, uh, the actuality is what the courts look at. If it's a duck or if it walks like a duck, quacks like a duck, waddles like a duck, it's a duck. Uh, mm -hmm. So you're not just because you can manipulate the technology not to show it, uh, then then you've got an issue. Um, I don't know about the MLS tech, uh, uh, technical stuff. Is it possible to go back and uh, change, change it? it? Yeah, you could. Yeah. That, that could be yeah. a, a plausible. Just go back and amend yeah. it. Amend say, it. Or just pull it out. Yeah. yeah. Pull out that part of it when you if you get that offer. So, yeah. all right. Something else. Uh, Gary asks and says, bye, Bob, longtime listener from your uh, WHS morning show and uh, computer show and now real estate show. Thanks for that, Gary. He says, when it comes to sell, I'll be calling you. Well, I appreciate that as well. He says, I'm retiring uh, in a couple of years or so. And he's asking, my home is built in 1986. I've been making improvements recently, but have had a number of things I need to improve or fix or remodel. I'd love to find out how easy or hard it would be to sell in this current condition or making repairs and improvements in order uh, of importance. So, Gary, when you're ready, I'll come out or even before that. No problem on that. That's not a that's not a big deal at all. But what I'm going to suggest and Brad, I'm going to go to you in a second for some responses as well. Um, I would suggest that you look online of homes that are on the market. You can use Zillow or Realtor.com to see how homes in your neighborhood look. Make sure that your home is at least equal. And I'm not talking about putting in high end granite or new cabinets, but make sure it looks equal and then strive to get your home looking like a model. And this goes for Gary or everybody else or anybody else. You do not have to put a lot of money into getting your home sold these days because the market is so hot. In fact, if you invest a lot of money like upgrading from regular Formica countertops up to granite countertops, you'll end up losing money when you go to sell. You'll get maybe 80% at most of what you paid for those granite countertops. So suggestion here basically for all of our listeners, go in, get it up to at least the standards of your area. So there's no holes in the Formica. Again, I'm centering on kitchen. If a lot of the homes in your uh, area of, of town have a stainless steel appliances, you may want to think about doing that, but only get the very basic stainless steel packages that you can get on sale. Brad, thoughts from you? Yeah, so I happen to live in that very same era house, and my son just bought that same era house in Boise, Idaho. So I can mm -hmm. talk from personal experience. You know, you're probably going into the you know the, the end of the second life of the water heater potentially the, uh, the, the furnace, uh, potentially the, the air conditioner compressor, mm -hmm. um, also, you know, windows and maybe the roof. So the, 
thing that I would recommend is that he would have some of those areas serviced, at least have the units looked at before he goes uh, to do a listing, just so that he understands what the actual condition uh, of it is. I mean, I don't know, Bob, you would know better about return on windows. I, I don't know that I would be hard pressed to, you know, recommend replacing windows, but there may be some windows that have had, you know, broken thermal seals or need a little bit of maintenance, you know, before they put the house on the market, because some of the windows, you know, 30, 40, 50 years, they hardly show anywhere at all. Others, you know, probably should have been replaced, you know, 10 to 15 years ago. We, we see the gamut, you know, on the inspection. So it's hard to just say, you know, here's the time. But those are the those are the big things big we things. see on inspections. And, and I would tell you that for windows in particular, if they're broken seals, you're right on target there to get those replaced or at least repaired. And it's really not an easy way to repair those. Cracked windows, get those repaired. If the windows, what's the, the it's not chinking, but what's the, the thing that on the older windows that holds the windows in uh, seal against, there's a word for it. I'm, you know what it is? I'm drawing a blank. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm just, I'm stuck on tensioner. Is what I got. Yeah, no, it's, it's around it's, the windows. No, it's frames the, themselves. Yeah, right. if that's cracking, peeling, pulling apart, yeah, it may be time to either have those glazing. It's glazing. glazing. It just yeah, came well, to me in my head. Glazing. Yeah, yeah, glazing. Glazing would be a little bit a different type of construction. But yes, you're right because you're going to have problems with any of the insulation, any of the exterior trim pieces, maybe cracking. You need a little bit of uh, of of touch up work on them to seal and, them up. And this for all people listening to us, if you're planning to sell in the next five or 10 years and your windows are in bad condition now, if you can afford it, replace them now and get the enjoyment out of the windows as opposed to replacing them right before you sell because you'll still have to pay price. You'll pay more money, in fact, and then you don't get enjoyment out of it. So I, right. I'm a big believer in um, yeah. in doing it now if you can afford it obviously all right well, you'll say you'll yeah. save money on energy and your house will be quiet and your carpets and fabrics won't fade as quickly either with modern windows true more questions again we bob at we sell louisville.com is the email address put your uh question say radio question in the subject line and then uh the question in the body and this is for chuck chuck lee has an interesting question he says he's selling a home and it's interesting, we're getting a number of these types of questions, just a sign of the times. He's selling a home. They have an offer of $225,000 on it. They had the home originally listed for $200,000. So it's listed for two hundred. dollars He had an offer of $225,000. And there's a guarantee that the buyer will guarantee $5,000 over the appraisal if the appraisal comes in lower than two twenty-five. dollars now that appraisal came in at 215. Lee's mm -hmm. agent says he'll get 220,000 if you do the math. That's basically 215, 5,000 over, 220,000. But Lee says, I want the original $225,000 that was in the offer. So does he have any recourse? Probably not. Uh, if he's using uh, the GLAR contract, it says it's. Uh, uh, contingent on the uh, first appraisal of the bank. I mean, mm -hmm. that's if there's financing involved, then no, there's really not much you can do about it. No, you can ask. You can try to negotiate yeah, it, but but yeah. ultimately, but, yeah. You know, the worst they can do is say no, but uh, you can't force that issue. Moving forward, uh, Samantha purchased a home that uh, had just been flipped, and now we're going to all see a lot of this. Mm -hmm. um, because there were so few homes on the market, and there were 20 other offers on the home she bought. 
she did not have a home inspection. She wrote that into the contract. Now she's seeing problems with electrical and water leaks. So mm -hmm. she's wondering what recourse does she have? Well, and the same recourse. You. Same thing as it, what? The same as you would have any other way. Um, if somebody's done shoddy work and they tell you it's, you know, it's fine or it's, you know, a patent defect, like there's holes in the roof or something like that, and they knew about it or should have known about it, well, you can still go at them for misrepresentation. But, you know, uh, if you go in without a home inspection, you've got a, a tougher row to hoe, mm -hmm. uh, as it were, uh, trying to prove that uh, they, they did try to pull the wool over your eyes. Brad, from your standpoint, I know you and I have always talked about a home inspection is important. And even if you don't act on it, if you reserve the right to withdraw the offer based on a home inspection, and I realize that's not as glamorous to a seller if you just waive the home inspection. And there are a lot of people who have lost a lot of offer offers because someone said, I'll take the house without a home inspection. But there really should be some sort, even if you're not going to act on it, you need to know what you're getting into, correct? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I don't know why I would uh, jeopardize my financial uh, future and current position based on taking on someone else's problem. Um, yeah, I'm a home inspector, so it sounds disingenuous for me to say every home should be inspected mm -hmm. before the transaction. But what I will tell you is that we are getting calls almost every day with people who have now moved into these houses had it had been suggested to them that they waive the the home inspection they've now gotten into the homes and they say i think i got a lot of problems here i don't even know where to start so we're doing home inspections for people who you know who waived it have now moved in and need a professional to come in because we're not selling anything. We just do the inspection. We're not trying to sell them any systems, roofs, anything else. We just tell them, here's what the defects are, help them generate the list of repairs and how to approach it. But yes, I, you know, I talk to a lot of agents, you know, on the listing side, they love it when they have offers with that don't, you know, uh, have the inspection waived, but when they represent buyers, those same agents would never allow their buyer to waive mm -hmm. the inspection. So it's, uh, it, it puts every, it puts the buyer in a really, really tough spot. And we should point out to agents, if you're writing an offer that says, and Chuck jumped in on this, if it says the buyer is waiving the home inspection, it would be to the agent's advantage to have a document signed by the oh, buyer absolutely. that against the agent's advice, mm -hmm. they're waiving it to protect yeah, the agent. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. All right. And, and, and incidentally, if you would like to see, we've got a couple of new things to tell you about. If you want to get on our newsletter, we have a newsletter that's going out uh, twice a month. You just go to SecolerTeam.com, SecolerTeam, S-O-K-O-L-E-R, team.com. Also, if you want to see what the sellers are saying about us, go to LouisvilleSellersTalk.com. Read our reviews, LouisvilleZillow.com. We're going to take a break back in a moment. Uh, in the studio with us, I should also tell you, we've got Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices, 499-6360. Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service, 844-411-TEAM. And you can reach me anytime on my cell phone, 376-5483. Now, back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. I'm Chuck Crosby, a real estate attorney here in Louisville with Crosby Law Offices. I've been practicing real estate law, fixing problems, and helping people for over 22 years. So if you're a buyer looking for advice, information, or professional closing services, call me. If you're a property owner, real estate professional, you have a problem, you just can't fix it, call me. If you're a landlord, 
and you're having problems with your tenants, call me. Again, I'm Chuck Crosby with Crosby Law Offices. You can reach me at 499-6360. 499-6360. This has been a paid advertisement. Hi, I'm Brad Lawler with Home Team Inspection Service, the area's largest home inspection company. Our teams of dedicated professionals, including many veterans, inspect thousands of homes in Louisville and southern Indiana each year. And team makes all the difference. Extra sets of eyes and overlapping duties means a more thorough inspection and better value for you. Multiple teams mean we are able to inspect your home when you need it. Radon testing, home inspection, termite reports, one call does it all. Get the team. Get home team. Shopping for a home? The place to start is REMAX Properties East. Experienced, caring, top-producing agents who service all of Louisville and surrounding areas. On your computer or on your smartphone, head to homesinlouisville.com and sign into one of the most advanced home search sites in the country. That's homesinlouisville.com. Residential or commercial real estate, let the award-winning agents at REMAX Properties East help. Take the first step in your house hunting journey. Visit homesinlouisville.com or call 425-6000 today. Hi, I'm Barbara Corcoran. I'm constantly asked by news sources how to best navigate today's real estate market. I call the brightest agents in the business to get their input. Hi, Bob. What's going on in Louisville? Hi, Barbara. The Louisville real estate market is hotter than we've ever seen it. I'm so happy to hear that. With our exclusive marketing plan, we can get sellers top dollar right now. Get the best advice from my friend, Bob. Go to WeSellLouisville.com. Be safe and smart. News Radio 840 WHAS. Bob Sekoler, the Louisville Real Estate Show, here with you till the top of the hour. Thank you so much, Barbara Crockett. We love your friendship and adore you. You do a great job on Shark Tank. You can reach me anytime at 376-5483. Also here with us, fielding questions that have been emailed into us. Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices at 499-6360. And also Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service. They hire veterans. They come in as a team. And you can reach Brad and his team at 844-411-TEAM. And if you'd like to see a replay of today's show, go to LouisvilleAnswers.com. And if you want to see some of the videos that we produce for our clients, because we're constantly trying to push the envelope into a new realm of being able to market homes, go to LouisvilleHomesTV.com, LouisvilleHomesTV.com. All right, back to the questions. So, Chuck, Samantha wrote in about a recent purchase of a home. She says she really feels her agent dropped the ball and did not do a good job representing her. Apparently, the appraisal came back low. The sellers wanted her to come up with more money to pay the difference between the appraisal and the contract price. The deal fell apart because she says she's blaming her agent for not being more aggressive. Is there anything that she can do against her agent? Well, first off, I I hear that a lot. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like uh, when you go to court, uh, everybody, both, if both sides swear that the that the judge was corrupt, uh, chances are justice was had. Uh, nobody's happy with it. It's a tough situation. Um, was her agent uh, aggressive enough? I don't know that there is any statutory standard as, as to define that. So no, based on that. Now, if there were instances of incompetence where, you know, letters weren't sent, uh, you know, offers expired, uh, deadlines expired, well, that's a whole different ball of wax but not being aggressive enough is not uh is too vague of a concept to even begin to define okay got it 
This one, Brad, we're going to start with you and then toss it over to Chuck on this. Charlotte selling her home, and she says she got a pretty good price for it. But one of the problems found by the inspector was termites. And Charlotte agreed to the buyer's request in the repair request to have the home treated for termites. But the buyer agent never put it in writing. Make no, Chuck. They put a request in an email, but never put in a formal addendum saying that the buyer is requesting termite treatment and the seller signing that addendum. The appraisal came back 30000 below contract price. Charlotte had to come off of her price, and the buyers had to come up with money as well to make the deal work. So Charlotte, who is the seller, is distraught because she didn't get the money that she wanted because the appraisal came in low. And now Charlotte says because she had come down in price, she doesn't want to do the termite treatment since it was never officially responded yeah. to by her. So let's let's talk. start with Brad. Because from the standpoint of selling a home, Brad, why is a report about termite treatment needed so to be addressed by a seller? Okay, so many loans require a WDI or wood destroying insect or termite inspection. Some loans, cash offers don't require it, but in this area we have termites. So a large number, large percentage of home inspections that we do also include a termite inspection along with it. And we're looking for evidence of termite activity or carpenter ants, other things that destroy wood and uh, you know cause structural defects in homes. So the those those um, during that inspection, it may be noted that there was that there might be evidence of previous treatment. Mm-hmm. Uh, we run into those situations. Kentucky has changed their rules um, here recently that requires even if a treatment it has been done, the seller has to provide the documentation of the treatment. Um, so it used to be that as long as there was just visible evidence of it, then that was enough for the for the termite company to take on a warranty of the structure. But yeah, you, you definitely want to have a termite inspection done or a WDI inspection done as part of that that transaction um, just to protect the the the, the your you know, the structure of the home. If if you run into a situation where a house is not treated and there's activity, the house, of course, can be treated. It's, you know, it's probably, you know, 500 to $1,000, depending on the house. And then you buy a warranty, which you pay an additional fee every year uh, to cover the insurance on it. But it's, it is something that homes in this area, you want to have a, a termite protection, you know, warranty as, as part of the deal. All right, so let's slide over to Chuck on this because this becomes a legal issue. Charlotte said verbally that she would do it, but then went ahead and is reneging because of the appraisal difference. Thoughts on that from a legal standpoint? From a legal standpoint, I don't know that I would use the word reneging. Uh, mainly because she never signed anything that said she would do it. Uh, verbal agreements don't fly. Uh, statute of frauds, all contracts for the sale of real estate have to be in writing, uh, signed by all parties. Uh, uh, it, you know, uh, I, I think maybe the realtor should have pushed a little harder on that one to get that signature. You, you just don't go with a, yeah, I'll take care of that. Um, prove it. Uh, that's why we have the statute of frauds. There you go. All right. Uh, note, everybody, if your home has not sold or you're thinking of selling, we can help you. Go to LouisvilleHouseDoctors.com and fill out our form. 
And yes, we do make house calls. And I should tell you something interesting this past week. We took over two listings from two really good realtors in the Louisville area. Uh, and it's our marketing. And so uh, it, I feel it's a, it's a thank you to those realtors who found that they can trust us to do it. We've uh, just about got one offer. Actually, we got one offer in on one of the homes we took over and the other one we just put on the market the other day. So we'll see what happens. All right, uh, we got a couple of minutes left. More uh, more questions here. Chuck Carl says he his uh, he sold his house and is getting ready to go to the closing. His agent told him that among the fees he'll be paying for is an attorney. I guess a closing attorney like you. Okay. So Carl is saying, so why do I have to pay for the buyer's attorney? Should shouldn't he have to pay for it? What is the attorney doing for Carl? Okay. Well, first off, it's not the buyer's attorney unless it's a cash deal. Okay. Uh, it's the lender's attorney. Okay. And the lender's attorney is putting together a lot of information uh, for both parties. Uh, for instance, uh, when you run the title, uh, you've got to go through all of the paperwork, all of the, the different transactions that the sellers had, make sure everything's you know above board, that it's all taken care of. So you're making sure that when that seller signs a deed, he actually has the ability to sign the deed. Um, you don't want any of those liens to keep popping back. Plus, there's payoffs that have to be uh, picked up, taxes uh, that you've got to find and prorate. There's, there's a fair amount of work that's done on behalf uh, or on the seller's behalf. Um, same as for the buyer. And if you look at the numbers, the seller doesn't pay nearly as much as the, as the buyer pays. Uh, but it's not the buyer's attorney. But uh, there's also doc prep. Um, if you bring your own deed to the closing, generally you can get that way. But uh, it's not like most people have a, a deed sitting around in their back pocket that they can put together uh, that, that clicks off all the boxes uh, for recordability and accuracy and all that sort of thing. Got it. So oh, And getting yeah. payoffs up, making sure liens get released. It's a bunch of stuff, actually. That gets done by the attorney. So hopefully, Carl, yeah. you see that there is a reason to have your the attorney that's handling the closing working on your behalf as well. All right. So we had cicadas, folks. We just got through that. Now we've got coming up stink bugs. And they're tough as they're in your house. So I had a report. And Brad, Chuck, feel free to jump in if you know how to get rid of stink bugs. So one thing is good is vacuuming, right? We, we know that that's a great way to do it, but you got to get rid of the bag or whatever you're vacuuming, vacuuming things into. So there's a detergent you can combine equal parts of liquid detergent and water in a spray bottle and then employ it to drench any stink bugs that you encounter or spots where you suspect that they're hiding. And another option is add the detergent water solution to a small open container and using a pop stick or a popsicle stick or a gloved hand, knock or drop the stink bugs into the liquid uh, as you find them. Something else, this is kind of a weird one, nicotine. For once, you could be glad if you have a smoker in the house, Shed, get those sh uh, cigarettes, shred them up, put them into a volume of water, use about 20 cigarettes worth of tobacco for every gallon, let the mixture soak overnight, in the morning, strain out the debris, and next, add about two tablespoons of dish, dish detergent, and then that liquid remains, and you can funnel that into the spray bottle and spray uh, the stink bugs as you find them. I don't know about our listeners and, and you guys, but I mean, I see them come into the house every once in a while, and it's annoying. You don't want to crush them. Something else is you could do the electricity method. You can hang um, 
uh, in a windowless attic or other similarly dark space in your home, a run-of-the-mill bug zapper that can work wonders. I guess you put them in the attic so you don't get the smell when they get zapped. So those are some of the um, things that are suggestions for getting rid of stink bugs when we see them coming this uh, next couple of months. And, and I think yeah. your your first bit of information, I think, was the best part, Bob, is yeah. just don't squish them. Don't, don't squish, squish them. them. Well, don't squish what them. about the assault rifle? The, uh, the you know, I, I don't think I would want to use the, the assault rifle on um, – on those the on the inside i mean maybe maybe outside but yeah i i let stink bugs go and i i just stay away from them but they, it's not like they're going to shoot you with the nasty stuff just don't don't squish them yeah but the smell is terrible i mean it's you, bad. It's, once, yeah, it's yeah if you bad. have not encountered them folks just take note you do you don't want to squish it right all right our out of, we're out of time and so my thanks going out to chuck crosby the crosby law offices at 499-6360 Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service, 844-411-TEAM is his direct number. And then you can reach me, son Greg's over um, out, on vacation this week, but you can reach me anytime at uh, 376-5483. That's 376-5483. All right, out of time. See you next Sunday on News Radio 840 WHAS.